What's good? What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, Episode Two. And just a reminder: if you go over the middle, we're gonna lay your ass out. Let's go! Hey, what's up, Brodies? This is Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, Episode Two. And this is where you come for all your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I'm Dynasty Bro Dot, here alongside with my co-bro. I'm Dynasty Bro Vic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like how we're doing it. How you feeling today, Vic? You good? Feeling good, man, you know. I had to grill out today, you know. A little steak burger, a little pork broccoli. I knew it was going the there, bro. Y'all know how we rocking, man. So right. He want to talk about this grill. Let's talk about what's really dope. This macaroni and cheese. That's all the mac and. What? Did you make Man. the mac and cheese, bro? Man. That Did was the best that? thing down there. Shout out to wifey. That was the best thing down there, bro. And it's baked. You know how we rocking. Ooh, mac and cheese. Hey, mac and cheese and mac and cheese and macaroni and cheese. Uh. All right. So today, today we we gonna go over some. We got some breaking news again. We got a little recap. We got some injuries. You know that what's the word? A flag on the play. Sleeper picks as usual. But today we got something special for y'all. You want to tell them what we got special for them, Vic? Yeah, no doubt. We got the ten draft commandments. So yeah, it's we the ten draft commandments. Yeah, yeah. we Shout got. We got. What, well, what you, what you well, want to get to that? We keep bumping heads, but <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. No, nah, but yeah, man. But rest in peace to the late great Biggie Smalls. But yeah, uh, we're gonna get to the ten draft commandments. Uh, basically, we want to give you guys a guideline, a rubric to follow when you are participating in drafts. Participating in drafts. I think we should do something different. Usually, you know, we hit them with the bang, with the main topic first. I think we should start with what's the word this time, man, and, and just do a little mix-up. You feel me? You down with that? Sounds good. Keep them on their toes, man. I like that. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. So, uh, do you want to start with some break? Let's, you want to do some news? I got some news off top. Oh, Vic got the news off top. Well, let's kick that shit off then, bro. Let's get right to it, man. Let's start with Darren Sproles, man. The Eagles signed Darren Sproles to a one-year contract. He's old as hell. Damn. Yeah. How, how old is old as hell? He's 36. Either way, he's old as hell. But don't get me wrong. Even though I say he's old as hell, he's still a you know talented player. He still can play. He can still make moves. reason why I want to start here, because there's been a lot of hype, especially in Dynasty, around Miles Sanders. Miles. Also, the Eagles signed Jordan Howard. So. Jordan Howard. It's already a crowded backfield, man. So, yeah, let's go ahead and start there, man. So, Darren Sproles, um, I know a lot of people are big on um, Miles Sanders and also Jordan Howard. What does that mean to you? First does- of all, I don't think nobody's big on Jordan Howard. <laughs> but but he is. First, first, he, first of all, he did. they did trade for him. I think they only had to give up a six-round pick, which isn't anything for a person that – and then when he came out, he went in the third round, pretty sure. Out of IU. And out of IU. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? But uh nah man, Miles Sanders is is the biggest thing because, you know, coming out, he killed it at the combine. You gotta give him a pass because he was behind Saquon in college, so it wasn't like he was gonna be able to get that PT and have enough time to prove himself. Had a good had a good one year though. You know, and um, I think he did enough to show that he's going to be a good competent back. It's just that backfield is so crowded, man. So crowded. I don't know how how anybody really wins the job. And then you go ads pros. So it is important to talk about it because they, they love him in Philly, man. And 
They're gonna let them play until the wheels fall off. I thought the did the wheels fall off last year, Vic? I feel like they did, bro. It did, man. The why is he still on the team? Man, I can't call it, bro. <laughs> but that that kills like that kills the value of kind of everybody. You gotta think Spros can catch. Uh, Jordan Howard, they tried to force him to catch in Chicago last year, but he can't catch. But he's a good power runner. Yeah. Mal Sanders does both. Josh Adams is a good power power runner. They showed that a little bit last year. And then you have Corey Clement who could do a little bit of everything. Do, who do you think makes this backfield? They, all of them can't make it. Anybody Man. can cut, you see? And you forgot one name, Wendell Smallwood. I mean, he's a guy that'll get in there randomly. I'm thinking I'm about to get a Josh Adams touchdown, and here comes – Random Smallwood, you know what I'm saying? Just pissing me off, man. But um, I know they like Smallwood in the uh, special team game. So I think he makes the team, me personally. Um, Corey Clement, I think he kind of took a step back last year, me personally. Um, I think the year before he was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as who makes the team, I would say Miles, Jordan, Darren, Wendell and I think Josh just for that security blanket. Bro, there's no way all of those. I think so. Start, those five? Hell nah, bro. I think so. Nah, I think I think Miles, Jordan, Spros, and I probably think they're going to keep Corey. I think he's they'll he's a better back than Smallwood, and I think he's quicker. So if they want to put him on special teams, they could just put him there over Smallwood in general. I don't see Smallwood and Adams making this team still. All right, we shall see. We shall see. Again, they signed Sproles to the one year. Um, he's older, an older back. He's definitely a vet. He could definitely get you some production. But why? Does that does do you think that means Mal Sanders can't get over his injury? Are that you think they're scared that this this injury is going to hold him into his his learning curve? Absolutely. I think that's why they brought him in. To me, that's a um, you know insurance. Signing. Also, it's a great opportunity to, you know, have a young rookie learn from the vet, especially, you know, in the pass catching role. Um, he could definitely learn some things from Sproles. So I see that as a, you know, added value um, in terms of, you know, Miles becoming a student of the game. Of course, he's going to get his reps. Um, I will say Miles is listed as a starter right now as far as on the depth chart. Um, but Sproles is definitely going to eat. Um, Jordan going to eat. Jordan going to eat. So Jordan going to eat. Sproles going to eat. Miles going to eat. I think that's it. But that's it. I don't know how you can feed four mouths, bro. Man, but they so random, though, man. I mean, Coach Peterson, he's one of those scheme, play-calling type guys. Like I said, you could watch Jordan or Miles march down the field and Smallwood get in and punch it in. Hey, anytime I see Avo pick this mic up, I'm just wondering what the hell's about to happen. I got a good question. I think it's a good question. <laughs> right. So you're talking about these wide receivers and the wide receivers eating. Um... Doesn't the quarterback matter? So if they're on a trash team, does that matter or do y'all not look at that? That's just me asking. Avo's so innocent. We're talking about running backs right now. But But doesn't that matter even then? Because yeah. if you have yeah. a good, even you have a great quarterback that's gonna be hitting wide receiver, you don't want to necessarily want to pick up a running back, I would think. I think quarterback and scheme and coaching all matters when it comes to the running back because one, a running back, a quarterback, uh, a coach has to decide, hey, this is who I want to be my lead. And with that being said, your lead is going to decide, the coach is going to decide how much of a workload the lead is going to get. You can get the Zeke workload, which is like his backup does not matter at all. He rarely gets hurt. 
you're not seeing the fucking field no matter what. Zeke gonna play all of that. Or you could be an Alvin Kamara, which it may look like he's getting all the work because he gets all the important touches, but you can still have a backup like Mark Ingram, who still holds his own value. And I know a lot of people are excited about Latavius Murray this year because he'll hold his own value too. Yeah. It's all about scheme and how they want to work. And like Vic keeps saying, they're so random that Miles Sanders might start, but Jordan Howard might get the goal line stuff. Miles might get the one and two, the one and two down. Sproles might come and get the third down work, and just everybody's value will just get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, I like to stay away from backfields like that because, you know, I can't trust you know, getting the production out of a running back like that where you can get pulled at any time. What I will say is I think they brought Miles in to take a lot of the workload. Him being injured made them nervous, but he's a very good pass catcher. He's a very powerful runner, which means he can do it all. But uh, no, I don't really think the signing of Jordan Howard was – was really like super crazy. I just I think they signed him because it's a good value. He was a he was a highly drafted, well high enough drafted running back. They traded a six round pick for him, so he really didn't give anything for him. And they got him before the draft. They, I bet you if they knew they were taking Miles Sanders, they probably would have kept that pick. Good point. That's a good point. And I will say I do own Jordan Howard in one league. He's on my bench right now just because I do want to watch Philly. To see how they use those backs before I can even consider him as a flex. I mean, not a starter, a flex. Um, so really, you know, he's more of a you know running backs that can drop like flies throughout the season. So it's really more of a death pick. Um, but yeah, I would definitely would want to play like a Latavius Murray over uh, anyone really personally in that backfield until I see it play out. The one thing I will say is, if you were an original Mal Sanders fan. This is the perfect time to go get him. I know people were nervous when the Eagles drafted him. They already had Jordan. It's a it's an awkward scheme sometimes. But if you're a fan of him as a player, you need to go get him. There's going to be a lot of people that are nervous that Darren Sproles is going to get a lot of work, even if he does. And Jordan Howard is going to get a lot of work, even if he does. I think going into next season, man, Miles Sanders is going to get all this work. As long as he stays healthy, keep on learning. Keep on getting acclimated to the system. He's gonna be a starter, man. And right now, I I remember doing my dynasty. I did a rookie draft a few months back, and he was going right after Josh Jacobs as the one-two, give or take, and the kill Harry Patriots running uh, receiver. So uh, you know, top three in, in rookie drafts and slowly falling down because you have your Dale Henderson's coming up and just Singletary's coming up and just it's just. I don't know, man. It's, it's it's players that are coming up that are making people more nervous about Miles Sanders. So if you're a fan, man, go get him. It's the perfect time to go trade in Dynasty. I think so. Absolutely. I would say, again, Dynasty, long-term, yeah, go get him. Um, I just know for me, that's just me personally, redraft Dynasty. I'm not a fan of crowded backfields. But, yeah, Miles definitely has the upside to take on that lead role for the future. Um, curious to see how this year plays out. And just to give you some more stats, Darren Sproles, age 36. This is fourteen. Well, this will be his fifteenth season. That's the good smoke. So, that was um, yeah, he's he's definitely again, like I mentioned, an older back. So I definitely see him, you know, teaching Miles how to fish, which is good. I mean, it's good for a young rookie to be tied to a vet. I've never heard the term "teach somebody how to fish." Maybe I'm over my head, but that was that one was just a new one, bro. That was new. It made sense to me, man. I'm on the Red Cup right now, so that was a Red Cup. <laughs> Darren Sproles is going to teach Miles Sanders how to fish. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that covers that, man. Um, in terms of like some other news, trainers kicking off. We had Jalen Ramsey's pop up in a. It wasn't even a Brinks truck, bro. I don't know what kind of truck it was, but he put up in a money truck. We're just gonna call it that. Wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at the docket. This your flag on the play? Yeah, man. This this gonna be my flag on the play, but I definitely wanted to, you know, include that in with the news too. Just given this um, training camp popping off and yeah, uh, it's become a new fa- well, not a new fad. It's it's been ongoing, but we like to see how the players show up to camp. Um, you know, guys have done all types of things coming in and helicopters, parachuting into the stadium. That goes back to the Shannon Sharp days. Um, I know specifically with the coach Reggie Wayne used to show up in the uh, Indy race car you know pulling up in that so you could definitely get creative and have some fun um but Jalen ramsey pulling up in the in the non brinks truck okay okay he pulled up in a non brinks truck but why specifically give him the flag on the play all right well for one the way he hopped out of it it was no energy man it was like he looked like a kid that was you know you used to take those school rides on the bus you sleep you knocked out and you get to school but you know what i'm saying you don't even want to go inside that bitch. He just hopped off with no energy, like, damn, I don't even want to go inside the stadium. Like, no energy, bro. And on top of that, I feel like if you pull up in a Brinks trunk, you're basically saying, I'm that nigga. And last year, he wasn't that nigga, bro. Meaning, he wasn't in a top five outside corner. I'm not mm. even just going to say DBs mm. in general, because DBs include safeties, slot nickelbacks, whatever. I mean, there are outside corners I would take over Jalen, but not to say at the same time that he's not talented. He is so, talented. So are you disrespecting Jalen Ramsey? I'm saying he's a top 10 outside DB, meaning he's towards the bottom of my top 10. So he's definitely. So will will he be a top 10 cornerback statistically? I'm not a defensive guy, so I don't know how they break this down, but at the end of the season, do they break down, like, how good every positional player was? Yeah, so you can look at, you know, number of passes completed on you, number of touchdowns you gave up. Um, so, yeah, you got some stats and metrics, um, you know, that you can look at from an individual standpoint. And you can also look at team stats in terms of, you know. So, are you willing to bet a shot that he'll be – I think he'll be top ten. He'll be top 10, but he'll be bottom top 10. I don't think he'll be top five. To me, pulling up in a Brinks truck, you're a top five outside DB. He's not a top five. But does he have potential to be a top five? Absolutely. And really what plays into that for me, he's an aggressive corner. So, of course, you know, he gives up some plays. But if you're playing aggressive, yeah, it's going to happen. Come on, bro. You're going to shit on him, shit on him, bro. Bet me this top 10, bro. He's not. He's, I think he'll finish top 10. I'm just, to me, pulling up in a Brinks truck, the way he, he Okay, bottom. Up, bottom. Is that is that eight to 10? Yeah, eight to ten. So he, he won't be a top eight cornerback. He won't finish seven through one. I give him, I give him eight, nine, or ten. Better shot on. I better shot. For everybody that's listening, we just first confirm this that. bro handshake off the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take that. My nigga, hey, I, I watched uh, Leonard Fournette interview and he said they got humbled last year, so they coming back. He didn't even go on the rent this year when they asked him about quarterbacks. You remember that? Yep. He was like, fuck Andrew Luck. Fuck Tom Brady. That nigga trash. The only one good is Deshaun. That's, that's basically how I went That was last a young nigga answer, bro. <laughs> Off top. That was, a new, that was a new money answer. That's basically new to the league. how it sounded last yeah. year, bro. That shit was fired up. Okay, well, I have something different on the docket, but I want to give a flag on a play, too. I had a different player, but since you want to go that route, how about we go Antonio Brown? 
Okay, why is that? I just I just seen this earlier today on the ESPN app. This nigga came to the Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon. First of all, he looked like he know when he was gonna land. He was just up there in the video like, damn nigga, where is it at? I just wanna be mad that he went there. So I'm not mad that he went there in a hot air balloon. I'm just mad that at the same time I, I watched the video, I got a sleeper alert that said he didn't practice. So you just, <laughs> you know how fucking ignorant that is, bro. You you went and did a whole introduction and didn't even practice. You just popped up to say hello. That's trifling. And then bro. that's it. Soup trifle, bro. Soup trifling, bro. That's 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 some Antonio Brown shit, bro. That is. So do you think he'll be a top ten receiver? No, but I will. I do think he's top fifteen. But not mm. top 10. I mean, and here's what it comes down to. I've never really liked players in new systems, new offenses. I think you just got to consider they got to build that chemistry. So, for, to me, they're not going to hit it off as smooth as everybody think they are. Watch this, bit. I mean, watch this, Ava. Um, Will a better shot that he'll be a top 10 fantasy receiver this year? I'll bet on that. I'll take that bet all day. Two in one episode, baby. Somebody going to get fucked up. They're going to have to take two shots. Two off. shots. They're going to have to take two shots. I'm two, two shots. shots. One of y'all got to take two shots. That's well, all I know. I'm with it. It's whatever. not me. Crown Peach, whatever. But yeah, man, but like I said, but you got to think about that, though. Like, you need time to develop some chemistry. So, I mean, people already know you're going to come in trying to force the targets to Antonio. They got a lot of weapons. I mean, I just don't think he's going to give us top 10 production year one. Um, but I do think he'll give us top 15. I don't think top 10. So I try to stay away, especially in redraft. I stay away from new players and new systems. Um, but in terms of dynasty, you know, over time, yeah. Like next year, hopefully they don't switch to offense because that's another flag for me. If they switch offense or new coordinators, that's another flag for me. Um, but if the offense stay the same, coach stay the same, scheme stay the same, yeah, you need that one year to just get that chemistry and timing down. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, anything else you want to touch on, man? Yeah, man. I mean, since apparently I shit on Jalen Ramsey, I think shit I should. on Jalen. I think I should at least name some outside corners who I feel are better, um, who will finish, you know, before him in the top ten. So again, for for the record, I do think Jalen is a top ten DB. I just think he's top ten, or excuse me, bottom half top ten. So some other DBs who I would take. Um, Stephon Gilmore, I think he's a stud right now with the Patriots. All right. Kyle Fuller with the Bears. All right, all right. Tredavious White with the Bills. Okay. I mean, you could pick your poison here with the uh, Baltimore Ravens, Marlon Humphrey or Brandon Carr. They had a number three pass defense. Um, those two played a huge part in that. Xavier Rhodes, um, also Xavier, Xavier Howard, um, and also Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, those are guys who I would take. Um, as far as from an outside DB standpoint for Jalen. But not to say Jalen doesn't have top five potential. Absolutely. In his rookie year, stud, top five, probably top three. But last year he took a step back. Um, I know the Jags made some moves this year um, in the draft. Um, so that should help with the pass rush. I know they lacked some pass rush last year, so no pass rush. That's a lot of pressure on the DBs. Um, so maybe that's why he pulled up in the Brinks truck. Maybe he's liking how they did in free agency and the draft. But... But we'll see, man. All right, and uh, I'm I'm going to be the person that let's say we switch modes before we get too deep into defense. Fuck know, defense, me, by yeah. the way. Fuck, fuck DBs, defense. fuck corners, 
B-team wires, you know what I'm saying, B-team wide receiver. The only defensive players we love are B-team players because defense don't mean us in fantasy for the most part. So, uh, so we're going to switch off of that. We done, what, we talked 10 minutes, defense? You're right, man. They going to hate us, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're going to hate us. Uh, so – that's that. Uh, so we got the we got the flag on the play. We both end up getting one in. We got you got a little got a little news, man. But I really want to get into these these ten draft commandments, man. You down with that? I'm down. We got to get the people what they want, don't we? Let's get into it, man. Ten draft commandments, man. This All right. So what what are what is your definition of a draft commandment? It's it's. It's a lifestyle. It's it's a guideline. It's a rubric. It's how you should live. You know what I mean? So in terms of drafting, if you follow these 10 guidelines, you should have an efficient, effective draft. You just come out feeling good. They're laws, nigga. Laws. Abide by. If you can't abide by these shits, get the fuck out of a fantasy league. You don't belong. We don't want you. You're a horrible person if you don't abide by these laws. That too. Facts, big facts. Big, big. Yeah, so that's that's what it is. It's the 10 draft commandments that we got that biggie in the back. Shout out to Avo. DJ Avo got that biggie playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. rest in peace to the late great Biggie Smalls. <laughs> hey, who was before before we start? Because I'm gonna let Vic kick off the 10 draft commandments. I want to ask both of you guys a question. Biggie or Pac? Biggie. That was Avo. Biggie or Pac? Pac. I am breaking the tie. Oh, oh shit. Why are they both are looking you, at me? Are you, are you going with bars or activism? You should have said, are you going chubby or skinny? I'm I'm the resident chubby guy on the draft. If you, I mean, on the podcast, you know, so I'm going biggie. Okay. I'm going to let that break my tie. Man, they're both awesome artists. I just thought True. I'd ask. I don't want to get into an argument with nobody. No. So, um, what we'll do here is Vic, Vic will take all the odd numbers. I'll take all the even numbers. And then he'll break down. He'll start breaking down his. And when I have a chime in, I'll chime in. But, you know, that's how we're going to do it. So we're going to start off with number number one, Noah. Vic, let's, go ahead. Kick off. Let's get to it. Number one, bro shall join the league ASAP. Why is that, bro? I mean, at the end of the day, for one, we want you to join the league so you can check out the rules, see if you've been feeling it. And then if not, you can back out. But also, for me as a commissioner, I do commission a couple leagues. If you're dragging your feet on joining a league, are you going to be a problem throughout the entire season? So I kind of use that as an indicator, like, okay, do I even want this person in my league? True. So, you know, it's, it's time to draft. I mean, it's the most exciting time with, of fantasy football. This is why we're here. Everybody wants to draft as soon as possible. So join the league ASAP. ASAP, like Rocky, free Rocky. Hey, uh, and just to piggyback, man – join the league it's nothing but a click on the email that was sent and then a click on the join button and you're in if i can't get you to do that how am i gonna trust you to trade set your lineups respond to people like there's so much more than click the join button we can't get you on board with that man you are a horrible person i'm gonna stick with that because i've been called like all kind of shit but I had somebody call me a horrible person. That shit hurt, man. Has any of you guys ever been called a horrible person? I've been called worse. But yeah. <laughs> Bro, it don't, it don't, I don't know. That just touched something. 
Like, cause you can shake that other shit off. Like, nigga, I know true. I ain't no bitch. Fuck I know, me. I ain't no whole ass nigga. Yeah, I know I ain't that, but motherfuckers say you a horrible person. Make me like, I wonder what made them come up with that. Like, that's real specific. Yeah, it'd be the simple shit, the simple insults that, that hurt. So that's that. Uh, you want to break down one or you want to move on to two? That's really it, man. It's to the point, man. Join the league or otherwise we're going to keep it moving. All right. Number two. Bro shall read the league rules in its entirety. In its entirety. Why is that important? The reason why you need to read everything. You need to read how the stat breakdown go. You need to read how many are on your starting lineup. How many is on your bench? You need to read like how the trading goes, deadline, waiver wire goes. One, because how can you draft your team specifically without knowing it the correct format? Because the last thing I need is to you not read at a super flex, punt quarterback the whole time, and now you're stuck. <laughs> you're stuck with what, what quarterback would you hate to be stuck with in a super flex league? Josh Rosen. You're stuck with Josh Rosen and Tom Ryan Savage. Fitt- Tom Savage, shout out to Tom Savage. Shout out to Tom Savage. We should do a Tom Savage reference every episode. We should. Nah, but you stuck with Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzpatrick trying to decide which one's going to be the starter in Miami just because you didn't read us a super flex league. Stupid. That's your fault. Stupid. uh, You're punting on receivers even though it's a four receiver league. Like, that's your fault. You you didn't do no trading and now you want to trade as the deadline is over. It's like... You need to read that because you don't want to have a, a, a you want to be in a position of a year where it's like, well, now I'm uninterested. I won't play or, oh, man, this is unfair. Let me speak and see if something can get changed. No, read all the rules in its entirety. Please don't be an annoying, horrible person. Vic, help me out. Yeah, man. And to add on to that, how many times have you been in a league? You're in like the seventh, eighth round. Someone's like. Oh, I didn't know this was PPR or half point PPR. I would have got this running back. I wouldn't have drafted this wide receiver. Ain't no redos, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I hate that, bro. Like, read the rules, man. Sorry, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's <laughs> start picking one. up some PPR receivers. <laughs> Stupid. Nah, that's a good one, bro. That's a good one. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three, bro shall review the ADP, which is the average draft position, and create your own ADP. What does that mean? What does that mean? So, of course, the experts are saying, hey, we're not even the experts, but this is just how drafts are going. Here's where players are being taken. Um, So, of course, you see that top down. You know, if you're looking at it, you might see Saquon going number one, uh, Zeke number two, or Christian number two. It just depends. Um, Reason why we say create your own, because, yes, you see how players are falling, but fantasy, it's it's a volatile sport. What does that mean? It's like boxing. You got a game plan to that bell go off and you get knocked in the mouth. Um, you got guys who come in, Patrick Mahomes, he's the number one player last year. I want him number one. So guys like that, Saquon's still on the board. But your ADP, when you did your homework, he was there, supposed to be going at number one, but he's still there. So now you got a chance to have him at number two. Um, so that's why we're saying review how drafts are happening, but also create your own, meaning where do you feel comfortable taking players, where are players falling, stuff like that. Yeah, man. Draft, draft in tiers. I, I think that always makes the most sense. Because you don't want to find yourself beyond, behind on a position. Like, you want to make sure you get the highest tiered players positionally that you can, round by round. So that's important, man. I, I think you need to be able to make up who who's important to you before you go read ESPN's 1 through 100, 300 list and, like, 
Okay, well, here's the most important players. Nah, come up with that shit on your own. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, nice. What you got for us? Number four. Oh, this is a good one. This is a, this a whooping nigga ass one right here. Bro shall not auto draft. What does that mean? The one thing I hate Preach. is when everybody's joining the draft and you start to see that one name never popped up to say he joined the draft. So he's just hoping about time he gets him, hopefully he joined. You see that timer get to 10, 9. It's like this nigga. Now you see the first auto pick. Now this nigga just auto. That's the worst thing is having computer pick your team. Because realistically, everybody has a different mind the way they think about drafting players. So, like, realistically, it should not be just a computer-based driven draft. And that's what it'll turn into. That end up taking players that would have failed to you naturally if the person was there. Yep. Like, it's completely different than just drafting next available up. That shit's horrible. And then you're waiting every time, too. Like, it's just annoying, man. Just get there. You committed to a draft. You committed to a time. If you don't have any important obligations that pop up, get to your draft, man. Just just with anything in life. Just not even this draft. You make a commitment, you commit it, be there. Do not be a horrible person. Vic? Yeah, that makes sense, man. Um, also, we do understand things do happen. So there are people, you know, who might not be able to make a draft. But in that event, definitely set your draft board. That way, commissioners can, you know, push the clock through and keep it moving. Um, but yeah, of course, you know, we do want you there. Like I said, the draft is like, it's, it's the best thing about fantasy. Like without the draft, there's no fantasy. So True. Why, why wouldn't you want to be there? True. Cool. Yeah, All right. Good. Let's get into the next one. Number five, bro shall not reach. What does that mean? That means, you know, don't take, let me see. Let me give a player. Don't take Goddard, the Eagles tight end in the third round. Like, yeah, we know he's Zach Ertz backup. Yes, we know Eagles love tight ends, and Goddard's definitely going to eat. But don't reach. I mean, do your homework. You could probably get him a little bit later. A lot of bit later. A lot of bit later. Um, so what will help you out in that sense? Leverage the queue. Leverage the watch list. Because um, when you leverage that, you can toggle back and forth and, and see where is that player at in terms of, okay, he might be at the top of your queue. But when you go to the overall ADP, he may be pick 100, and we're on pick number 20. So you got some time. Now, not to say there aren't some guys out there who are homers, meaning they love all Eagles players, so they're building their all Eagles team, and they're going to go get your all Eagles Goddard. That'll happen from time to time. But for the most part, trust your cue, leverage it. That way it'll stop you from reaching. What you want to add to that? Yeah, reaching, when I consider reaching, that's just a super unreasonable point to take a player. I don't mind a person going to go get a player, but you have to realistically know, like, okay, this is where, on average, that's where you have your ADP. You should review your ADP, come up with your own, and it's like, come up with where he naturally goes, and if you need to take him a little bit before then, fine, but that's a little bit before then. You're not reaching round after round after round. Just come down and get a guy. So just like you said, it's, it's, it's doing your study, doing your homework. Don't do no bonehead. Niggas don't like homework, bro. So what we're saying is, in that first round, I shouldn't select the defense. Hell nah. <laughs> that would be considered a reach, a dumbass nah, reach, bro. And we don't even have defense in our league. 
But yeah. Oh. But bro. there are some leagues that do have defenses. Look, let me throw this out there since he said that. If if the league will let you not draft the defense, if you don't have to fill in your starting roster with the defense, take your shot on another player. We just literally dropped our defense to pick up John Ross in our dynasty league as yep. soon as the AJ News went out. Yep. Because why? The defense don't fucking matter. We'll feel that. We'll figure that out close to the season. Should there be somebody that that needs John Ross? We just take it for value. The guy who has AJ might want. Plus, our team's so fire. We don't even need a defense. We can rock without that defense spot. Be honest with you. We can lead them little ten points out there. I just changed our dynasty team name to Team Fire as he was talking. There we go. Yeah. So just don't reach. You reach, I teach. There we go. Y'all remember that? That was some trash ass slang back then. But uh, that was number five. Uh, number six. Bro shall build their team for the now and for the future. This is Dynasty. It never ends. We're in it for years now. So all I'm saying is if you get to a spot where you're, tier, you're tiered out and you're close, you got to pick somebody like names you'll know. Keenan Allen, A.J. Green. Before this A.J. Green news just happened. They're tiered close enough to me. Why wouldn't you take why would you take the 31-year-old guy instead of the 27-year-old guy if they're in the same tier? Like that makes the most sense to take the younger guy because he has four more years of play before he gets to that 31-year-old age. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just you gotta build your team. And I, that doesn't mean you have to go take all young players. That's not smart either. There's a such thing as young vets. You have a lot of 25, 26-year-old guys that have already been in the league three, four years and show what they what they can do at their peak. You take those guys. You don't have to consistently go take these older guys if you don't want to. If you can, if they're in a tier above and you want to take these older guys, that's fine. But once you get to where they're close enough in tiers, you take the younger route, man, and and then you just take your shots like that because you need your vets to win. But you also need some youth to, be, to have that longevity. So that's how I feel about that. That makes sense, man. And to add on to that, you know, I was in a dilemma with a dynasty draft, a starter. Um, I had the seventh or eighth pick, and I was between Julio and Todd Gurley. Well, I was like, well, shit. I mean, Julio got the injury problems, and then he's, what, 30, 31. Mm-hmm. And then Todd Gurley got the knee issues. Um, so he's, what, 24? 24. Julio's 31. So for me, what was the tiebreaker in that dilemma? I went with you. So uh, I was like, okay. I mean, guys are at least the experts. They're acting like Ty Gurley's like dead in the water. I mean, (laughs) to be honest, this is my hot take. I think Ty Gurley's going to finish top five running back. That's another bet we can shake on. Let me think. Let me think. But uh, Kamara, Christian, Saquon. Zeke. He was only the number one running back last year. It's it's Melvin. Does this? I'll take that back because I like David Johnson's bounce back, and I like some of the upside of like mixing and cook. Okay. So you want to bet another shot? So yeah. Yeah. Right now. That'd be number three. Three, three shots. Vic can't drink. Somebody get fucked up. We go over all our bets and hot takes. Yeah, we'll pay these back in video. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah. So for me, um, with a starter draft, I decided to build you know around youth. Um, so I went with Todd Gurley, and I know, you know, Daryl Henderson coming in and Malcolm Brown, all this and that. Even if they do take some of those carries, I still feel like the 65 to 70, 75% touches Gurley will get, I think it's still, you know, top five worthy. So. True. 
True. All right, so that's that's that one. Vic hit me with number seven. All right, I'm glad you said that because I forgot what number we was on. But uh, <laughs> bro shall not let the clock expire on the pick. Another yeah. whoop your ass pick. That's a nigga. What are you doing? Like, I mean, for the most part, at least with Dynasty Leagues, we tend to do a slow drive. Um, so for the listeners who aren't familiar, this is where you have a extended clock where there's eight hours, four hours. We typically do four hours on the pick because most people are always on their phones, whether you're at work or not, whatever. Even when you're not supposed to be in class, whatever. People are on their phones. So we usually set the four hours. Um, so, yeah, I mean, don't let the clock expire if it doesn't have to. Granted, things happen. Um, but, yeah, we want to get through the draft as quickly as possible because at that point, you know, things are starting to happen around the league, news, injuries, signings. People like to start making trades right away. So don't let the time expire. Avo got the mic. So when drafting... Would you guys think it's better if you, yeah, as, as many people could group up as they can? I am a strong fan of live drafting. I, I like to get comfortable. I like to have people there mingling. I don't I don't always like to put a timer on everything, man, if it could just come together and happen. I understand that that rarely gets to happen, but a few of my leagues that I'm in, we always meet in person. It's always fun. Like you said, drafting is probably the most exciting part of the year. So I like to come together, but I understand you always can. Does that make anything faster, at least in your opinion? Faster? Yeah. It, it always makes it slower. Oh, it makes it slower if yeah. you come together. If you draft online, it's a timer. You stuck to your timer. Oh, okay. When I okay. meet in person, I don't put no timer on anything. We should naturally be able to pick fast, but you still have your mingling that happens. We've been meeting at beat ups for like the past five years, me and my gotcha. work league. and. You know, the white guy league, I'm in with me and somebody else who have games and stuff in between shit. So it's just like, okay, that's we should naturally be okay. We, we don't take breaks and shit, but like, I, I just like that because the interaction side of it. Gotcha. Yeah, and to add on, you know, with the live drafting, that's an opportunity to build relationships. That way, when some random bozo send you a trade, you call them a bitch. You don't just decline it, you know what I'm saying? So when that random bitch is sending you a trade, like, who is this? Like, I don't know who this is. But what's, what's the trade we just got sent to us, bro? Bro, somebody sent us Mark Ingram and LaShawn McCoy. That's who they had, and they were trying to get Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook and... And something, even if he didn't ask for a second piece. You trying to send me Mark Ingram and LaShawn McCoy in Dynasty for Dalvin? Fuck you. Fucking loser. You are a horrible person. Horrible. I know the person, too. He's horrible. Horrible Man, you, person. Make sure he tunes in so we can tell him how horrible and how trash that trade was. I don't want no 10-year old-ass Sean McCoy. What the fuck? And old-ass Mark Ingram, technically, at this point. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, that's that, man. <laughs> that was number seven. All right, number eight. Bro show draft your guys. Get your guys. With this, I don't want this to clash with us telling you don't reach. I, I said earlier, I don't mind you getting your guys. You should be able to have them on your team. It makes everything much fun when you have people on your team that you want to go start. Like, man, I get to play Carrion Johnson week by week. I mean, this, that's awesome. You still need to review the ADP, like we said, to make sure that you're taking them reasonably. But as long as you're taking them reasonably, there's nothing wrong with a little minor jump to get your guys to make sure that you have fun, man, year by year. You don't want to end up with a team that you could clearly win with 
and be disconnected with it because you'll quit. Vic had that issue already. So you want to you wanna have a bond with your team. I know it's just fantasy, so this shit sounds crazy. You want to have a bond with your team. You want to feel connected. You want to feel invested. So take your guys, man. It, it'll just make everything so much better week by week. Anything you want to piggyback off that, brother? Or did I do good? I thought I did good right there on that rant. That's good, man. Yeah, I just want to call up my guys since you did so good. Like I like Robbie Anderson. That's who I would consider one of my guys. Um, so, of course, you know, I queue him up, take him where it makes sense if he's still out there. Also, I like Mitch Trubisky. That's one of my guys. You got one more? That's it for right now. Come on, man. You've been a Tyler Boyd guy. You know what I, I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what? I actually forgot. Yeah, I have been a Tyler Boyd guy, and his stock just went way up with the AJ news, but we're going to talk about that um, a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, those are my guys. So, yeah, take your guys where it makes sense. Um, those are guys who, you know, you just absolutely love. You see the potential. You see the upside. So I just gave you three. Dot, who are some of your guys? Carry on. Carry on Johnson's my guy. You see what just happened? We should talk about this in breaking news. They released Theo Riddick. That's right. They did. Stock just went up. All them pass catching downs that yep. Theo was eating carry on on. Yep. All carry on now. There you go. Carry on is my guy. Chris Godwin has been my guy before yep. all the hype this year. Yep. I love I love Godwin last year. He's just getting screwed over by Humphreys was there. Break was still there. Deshaun Jackson was well, Break's still there, but all this OJ Howard hype. I don't really know what's gonna happen with Break. But Godwin is my guy. Um carry on Godwin and I mean I'm I'm a bigger Josh Allen fan than people. I got one of your guys that you forgot. But. He's one of my guys. I mean I got I got a few. I just You love Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis Hey. Dante Pettis is gonna be amazing. He's young. He's back. He's going to be back with this quarterback, and at the end of the season, he was starting to blow up, figure out his body, put some weight on. He's going to be all right. So Dante Pettis is my guy too. Uh, I was trying to just try, find a way to pick a different position, make get all different positional players. But that's fire though. So we got our guys. Hopefully, y'all can figure out who y'all guys are. And yeah, man, no matter what, no matter what the experts say, no matter what the average draft position say, I mean, your if that's your guy. Get your guy. And if you fail, you fail. Yep, because if, if he dies, he dies. And ultimately, you know, you have more fun when you got a team with guys that you actually want. So, pause. <laughs> Message. <laughs> you, this, hey, wait. He said you have more fun with a team of guys you want. <laughs> In terms of dynasty football, <laughs> these guys want to make sure. I, I'm gonna let them get it off. Pause. pause. <laughs> <laughs> Get it off your chest. <laughs> Call in now. <laughs> Three one seven. <laughs> bro, go to number nine. Yeah, man. You some more. Yeah, man. All right, number nine. <laughs> bro, shall understand when you're dealing with a handcuff versus a role player. Ooh. So Dot touched on this earlier. Handcuff. Zeke's running back. I don't even know his name. Why? Because he's a handcuff. Tony not... Pollard, maybe. Okay, he's not gonna play anyways. Now, let's flip to, let's slide on down to New Orleans. Role player, Latavius Murray. Your average dummy will say, that's Al that's Alvin Kamara's handcuff. No, Latavius actually has a role. He's actually going to eat. He's actually going to get 10 to 12 touches. He's actually going to finish as a top 20, 25 running back. True. He's a role player. Um, another example, Drew Brees. Some might say Taysom Hill. That's his handcuff. No, takes him actually as a role. I mean, I'm not drafting him. If I am, it's like in my last or second to last pick. But he's a role. Y'all see how the Saints like to 
you know, leverage him in the red zone from time to time. That's a role player, not necessarily a handcuff. So just understand where you're dealing with. A handcuff is someone who's never going to play unless the main guy gets hurt. A role guy is, hey, we brought this guy in. He's going to get his touches, even though they may be limited, but we're expecting him to produce um, when he is on the field. True that. True that. Hey, role players have their own value no matter what. They're No matter what, the, the start, if the starter plays 16 games, a role player, if they play their 16, they're still going to get their points off. So that's important. Don't find yourself taking players banking on injuries. That's That doesn't make no sense. Uh, should Do you want to do a couple examples? I'll do a couple examples Go if ahead. you want me to. Yeah. Uh, bench players that you shouldn't worry about, like you said, Tony Pollard. You don't even know if he's going to be the bench player. I mean, like, there's, they, they drafted another running back too, so that doesn't matter. You got players like – like, like, I don't want to use the Latavius Murray no more, but you have people like Austin Eckler. No matter what Melvin does, he always gets in some. Yeah. You, you always get that. Leonard Fournette, I know he stays banged up, but if he's healthy, the backup doesn't get to come in and touch for, for, for Leonard Fournette when he's 100%. You can go look back at those data points to that. When Leonard there, he gets every single touch. It's just rare because the man is always hurt, which just sucks. Yep. So... Uh, and then uh, another role player, one that one that you probably won't hear about a lot this year. As a matter of fact, this is going to be a good one. Chase Edmonds is is being projected to get some good work in Arizona. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You take that. You take that. Take that. Take that. Like Diddy. Pause. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Let's get into the last one, man. Last but not least. And this might be one of my favorites, man. And it's just as important as all the detailed ones that we just went over. Ten. Bros shall have fun. Dynasty Bro Vic said this earlier. For the most part, you only get a startup draft one time in your Dynasty League. You get to do your rookie drafts, and those are fun also. But have fun. Enjoy yourself. That's why I said I like doing live drafts. So we'll make the most of it just in case we don't get to do this in-depth draft again. And enjoy yourself. Get your guys. Make sure you build the team that you want. Make sure you explore doing trading. Just leave that draft like, man, I had a blast. Because if you can leave that feeling at the draft, then you'll go into the to the season with all that kind of energy. And that doesn't do nothing but make good for everybody else in the league. So make sure you have fun, man. Don't leave bitter with regrets. Just explore every option that you can to make sure that you enjoy yourself, you enjoy your team, you're leaving with some confidence, you're ready to dominate your league. Dynasty Pro style, you feel me? Absolutely. And I agree, man. This is the most important one. If you ask me if I had to pick one, have fun. I mean, why else? Why do this? I'm not going to have fun. Um, and just another tip for you guys, at least with our Dynasty Leagues, uh, we have this thing in place where if someone do win three years in a row, we do reset. Because um, everybody loves to draft, even in Dynasty. So that just gives us an opportunity to say, hey, if someone does three-peat, even though the chances of that is pretty low, even though it could happen, you do got a shot to redraft. But we always want to have fun when we do draft. Oh, yeah. That's that, man. So, them are them 10 draft commandments, man. Live by them. Abide by them. If you don't, you are a horrible person. I hope you feel that in your heart. You are a horrible person if you don't abide by these. Big facts. I got to concur. I just want to let y'all know. I felt like I was just preaching right there with those 10 crack commandments. 
10 draft, not crack. 10 draft commandments. Okay. My apologies. 10 okay. draft commandments. Biggie B. Yeah, so I got the Kanye Sunday service for y'all. I just wanted to let y'all know that. I wanted to let y'all know. Okay. Keep mm. the energy up. Y'all was out here preaching, and mm. I appreciate it. No doubt. I don't hear nothing. I don't hear nothing. I don't hear nothing. Uh, it don't even matter. It ain't playing. But I can still hear myself. Yeah. All right, so look. While DJ Avo's getting that Sunday service ready, we still got the sleeper picks to go. I'm feeling the sleeper picks. What about you, Vic? I'm definitely feeling mine. Of course, I got another Odie but goodie. You know, hopefully y'all like it, man. I feel like nine times out of ten, me and Vic's sleeper picks are always going to be something a little bit off the radar. Catch you off guard. I mean, hopefully it's something that, you know, the listeners look forward to. Um, so, yeah, before we do get into that, again, we do got the questions at DynastyBrosFF.com. We do want to hear from you guys. Let us know, you know, where you from, what questions you got. Which one of us you like better? Who's funnier? Who got the better voice? Who sounds cooler? Who who you think is light skin? Who you think is dark skin? Who has the better hands? Who you think is taller? Who you think is shorter? Who's the fastest? Who got the better beard? I know you can hear the beard. I know you microphone. can hear the bald heads. Who has the cleanest bald head? Big facts. Big hey man, facts. Shout out to Beard Gang. If you ain't got a beard, you ain't nothing. Hey, and shout out to the B team, bro. Did we shout out the B team today? I don't think we did the B team today. Man, we got to shout them out. Shout them out for us, Doc. Hey, shout out to anybody out here ever been called B team in your life. Uh, anybody ever told you that you ain't going to be able to move up? Uh, fuck them. They don't represent what we represent, and we represent hope. You feel me? <laughs> we do, man. Real talk. You can get recruited off the B team. Hey. That that don't mean shit. There's so many stories out here about a person that never thought they was gonna get somewhere because of where they started off or what somebody done did or told them. So we we gonna rep this B team thing hard, bro. To the fullest, man. We all got a little B team in us. Alright, so before we kick into these sleeper picks, DJ Fuck It Up finally got this Sunday service shit ready. So we gonna let a little bit play just cause DJ Fuck It Up did his hardest to get the shit running before the sleeper picks. So play how much you need to, DJ. <laughs> how much you need to, bro. <laughs> no. uh, Sunday service. My bad, my DJ bad, man. I ain't gonna tell you how I fucked it up, but hey, it be like he that, slipped man. the cord. Have a cord hooked up. Have a cord hooked up. This is real life shit. This is raw. This how it goes. This B team shit. Fuck it up. We'll get it together eventually. Fuck it up. Really, I just wanted to hear this part. And I didn't go to church today. Damn. Did not. I Damn. did not. I meant to. But he knows my heart. I'm sorry. This sound like blasphemy like a mother. But he knows my heart. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. All right, all right, we get out of that. We get out of that. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Heard we got some sleepers. Yeah, let's get into the sleepers, man. I usually lead off. I'm sure we'll switch it up one day from time to time. But for now, let's keep it going. I like to set the tone. This is uh, Paul Wall sitting sideways. Featuring Big Pope.
street poking Empire Wild, baby. It's the people's champ. I'm some like a bowler. The candy paint dripping out for the old school Impala. I'm with that big bank hank, that poppy Joe and box. Trunk bump like chicken pox. Turn the base up just a notch. You see them blades chopping? You see that trunk popping? Hoes that diss me in the club. The same hoes in the parking lot bopping. They see me in the Jag acting bad with T Ferris. Open mouth and showcase ice, and you gon' see about 20 carats. I'm with the goo, you want five nine double O in the Tahoe 124s. I'm the truth, I got they glow. I'm out this social house with Archie Lee and Coda Bang. Sitting sideways on Swain, the candy paint dripping off the frame. You see me acting bad, I'm showing out and pulling stunts. Say cheese and show my fronts. It's more carrots than bus when it's lunch. It's power wild, baby. I got it made, I got a cup full of that oil, and I'm paid. Plus, I'm sitting sideways. Hey. Okay. Shout out to DJ Fuck It Up. Got that one right. Hey, hey, hey. On a hey. Sunday night. He I won for two. Me some. He won for two right now. Hey, we rolling. We rolling. What we got next? What we got next? Hey, I'm not going to flex. My little nigga Ozzy sent, sent me some music like a week ago. It was like, me too. Hey, check this out. Baby Keem. It's so many littles and babies out right now, but I, have, I ain't going to lie. I don't know where he from. But I heard he got some production on J-Rock's last album. My favorite song, mm-hmm. Knock It Off, produced that. I heard he got some work in with TDE, so I don't know if he's quite TDE. When I was telling people my job to listen to him, I said, man, it sounds like if a person had a had a baby with Kendrick and Lil Uzi. And they was like, <laughs> what? And I said, yeah, man, listen to it. And it's funny that he messes with TDE because I was right. saying Kendrick. So I want him to play one of my favorite tracks off this album. The album name is called die for my bitch that alone the makes hardest me want to listen to man. it so the song i chose him to pick is uh mosh pit and it's slap and uh we probably won't make it all the way to the the beat break but he got a part where he's like i am 50 cent i am 50 cent i don't know why he chose 50 but everybody feel like 50 every once in a while so hey well let that spin bro hopefully it's think slap. i got a sense for a mosh pit likes on the ground make a bitch think she popping Yeah, that's that baby king. That shit fire. That was. That nigga said, my grandma still love me, so a nigga straight. <laughs> I was feeling like that for a minute. So, yeah. Hey, all the good. bros already know, I used to always say, you ain't a real nigga if you ain't ever had to stay with your grandma. That's big facts. To be continued, a whole lot of drama and dysfunction and trials and tribulation goes in. We had... 12 family members in a three bedroom house. Shout out to G Ma, Big Ma. <laughs> hey, so we are at the wrap it up. 
face of this podcast, man. We, we, we touched on some breaking news. We did the what's the word, the flag on the play, some sleeper picks, and the 10 draft commandments. Vic, say something good to the people, the lovely brothers. Follow these rules and you have mad bread to break up, meaning hopefully you win your draft and your league. So, yeah, man. We got to think of something to call the ladies that's going to listen to this, man. They, we can't have them be brodies. We'll think about it. Don't, we ain't got to touch on it now. I got to be something clever. Maybe we can take some some feedback from, from, from some ladies and see how they feel. They got to hit us up at questions at DynastyBrosFF.com. And shout out to the women fantasy football players. Um, that's definitely, you know, at least for me, I think they're underrated in terms of they're often overlooked, but women definitely dominate fantasy football. And also, I want to acknowledge the 55 and older crowd. We got them out there, too. So we want to hear from y'all, man. Reach out to us with questions, topics, even sleepers that we should look at. Shout out my OG Mike. He's going to be shitty. I shouted him out the 55 and older crowd. I don't think he's 55, but this shit is fire. So shout out my OG Mike and the, and the other 55 and older people. <laughs> you probably got a. AARP card He's been macking on For a, for a minute So If he got that He, he qualifies My man. nigga get discounted Movie tickets <laughs> MCL cafeteria discount. All the love at Denny's hey, Yeah Love love Free coffee <laughs> All day All day free coffee <laughs> Hey This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast I am your boy Dot And you got Dynasty Bro Vic Avo, man, walk us out this motherfucker. And I am DJ Avo. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. This was episode two. Make sure you check out three. Make sure you check out four, five, six, seven. Ah, we out this thing. Let's go. Yeah. Yo, brodies and babes, it's Dot. Hey, I'm just here to say thank you for listening to what you have so far. And give you the chance to support our podcast. And you can go do that at anchor.fm backslash dynasty bros ff. One more time. Anchor.fm backslash dynasty bros ff. Just just look, you can go on there, say some kind words, whatever you need to do, just show some support the same way we try to show love back. And on behalf of me and my dynasty bro Vic, I want to hit y'all with a oh yeah.